right, welcome everybody to episode number seven of Kicks at the Castle. It's a podcast by three sneakerheads dedicated to that Disney lifestyle. As Walt would say to all who listen to this happy podcast, welcome. My name's John and I'll be your host and I'm joined by some of the rest of the Kicks at the Castle team. We got Matt. Yo, yo, what's going on everybody? And uh, Irv is in the Keys with no Wi-Fi, so uh, he is taking the night off, but we are joined by Taylor from Fantasy Feelings. Hello. Hi, how are you guys? <laughs> Excellent. Thank, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I feel like this is such a niche group. Like, how do you find Disney and Sneakerhead? Like, that's two of my favorite things. So, <laughs> so exciting. All right. So we've got a great show planned this week. Um, we've got our Fit of the Week feature. Um, we're going to get into the age-old debate of Guardians versus Tower of Terrors in our world versus land. Then we're going to go on property where I'm going to drone on about Avengers Campus. Um, we're then going to dip into the DMs with some questions that you guys have uh, sent us. And then we'll uh, give our first impressions of the first episode of Loki. No spoilers. And uh, then we'll play a few games with Taylor before we get to know her. But first, let's jump into pickups. And uh, Taylor, how about you lead us off? Any, any exciting shoe purchases this year? Oh, my gosh, yes. So easily my favorite are... The bodegas. It does not get much better than this brown shoe. Um, I actually am not gonna lie, I got a little bit emotional when I got them in the mail. You guys, I just wish like I could give these to you guys. The detail and is crazy. And because I played softball, um, the way that they made this look exactly like a glove, feel like a glove. The laces, I mean, are actually like my glove material that I would tighten my glove with. That's so what I'm, I'm staring at the laces on the back of the shoe. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I played catcher, so I know what you're saying. Oh, yeah, same. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I was a catcher. And then in college, I was an outfielder. So it's like the way, I mean, even holding it, it feels like a glove, the inside of it, the outside of it. So it's like the most sentimental thing. And I will say that it was my first pick up from a website that wasn't stock X. So it was like a major win. So what is um, on the swoosh? What What's the swoosh detail? Okay. So this looks like, um, you know, that, um, like turtle shell material Lotus, sometimes, yeah. you know, like for, for earrings and women's earrings, it's actually that, but it looks like that to me, but it is actually like it's not plastic because I don't want to say that and mess it up but that's the you know I'm trying to give you guys like a really well, that's good beautiful yeah. it's really I've, I always look at the swoosh and I'm like why I wonder why they chose that but I'm so glad they did because I also really love turtle shell <laughs> so like the pattern is so me and um I mean I got a lot of I wore these in Disney World and I got a lot of compliments so it's your go-to shoe I'm not gonna lie and then I gotta also say my calm the Garçons. Okay. They're, they're, they're my really huge, Ooh, the light is killing it. But, um, these are my go-to when I want to wear an air force one, but like, you know, not just an air force one, you got to make it, you got to make it new and fresh. So those are my, those are my pickups of the year. <laughs> nice. Those are great. That's, that's good. Thank you. <laughs> anything on your, anything on the horizon for you? You looking to cop anything? Yes. So, um, I just saw the light chocolates come out the, the Nike dunks, those 
are so beautiful. Uh, I think I have a thing with brown, as you can tell. <laughs> My chair, I mean, brown is all around me. So I just love, I love anything where it's like multiple shades of brown. It goes with a lot of outfits and I actually pair black and brown a lot together, which I know is like a total fashion. Used to be a no-no, you know, it's like you cannot wear those two things together. Well, Taylor always wears them together. And then um, I've just... You know, I, I said it, but I don't want to mess it up. The Amman Meunier. Yeah. Uh, those are just beautiful. I love an ivory shoe, but it has pops of like toe beiges. And I just, those are on my wish list, but right. I, I got to space myself out. You know, <laughs> we can get crazy. Right. I expect you to match a violet or shirt in your next line to match the Amman Oh Meunier. my gosh. Yes. Yes. Literally one of my favorite things is like, um, when I'm designing, I'm like, oh, I can pair this with this shoe. And I'm like, I should not be thinking about this. <laughs> this should not be, but it is. Like when I got my pine greens, I was like, oh, this is going to look great with this and this and this. And it's totally something that goes into the design process. And <laughs> I got to be honest, because it's so fun to pair in Disney. Because there are sneakerheads that have the same mind as me, which is so fun. Right. Absolutely. Always got to match. Exactly. So yes. Matt, how about you? Would you would you pick up this week? So all right. So last week, I know I said I copped the court purples, the um the Air Jordan ones, but I did make a trade. So I traded for these oh. Michigan, Michigan Lowe's. No um and I also got the toddler size. <laughs> <laughs> um shout out to Sneak Prince for the for the trade, and also shout out to Sneak Prince because he blessed me with a pair of these. Ooh, so if you guys don't know, um, one of the Kicks of the Castle members, he owns, or Sneak Prince, he owns a brand called World United. And basically, it's basically his own shoe brand. Um, this is the Easter colorway. Um, it's like a, it's like an Air Force One silhouette. It has crazy details for a small brand, small shoe brand like this um crazy details has like the easter eggs in the sole and then like the fur i was gonna say i love the yeah, um, yeah. material is really interesting yeah crazy details crazy crazy details like secrets is killing it with the with his shoe brand um and also i did get the electric green sixes okay. um i caught three pairs so if you guys i got seven Three and a half and a six. So if you guys need a pair, let me know. That is and also, so um, I don't know if you guys heard of this brand. I cop this. <gasps> no, you didn't. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. I cop this for Laura. And also I got her the whole set. I got her the shorts too. Oh, don't no like, way. Like, so. She's going to be in her fantasy feelings in the parks. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. I was like, not expecting. I was like, dang, he balled out in shoes. Today. <laughs> That's so exciting. Oh my goodness. We would have thrown you a couple other things in. Come on. <laughs> tell me these things. That's so cool. I actually love that page. I hope she really likes that. We switched to a really different new, um, material of t-shirt and, um, she was just talking about that. Actually. She was like, you need to tell her that this material of clothes is like insane like compared to like the other small shops like this is because I feel like most people do like um 
comfort colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I thought this was. And then I looked at it, I was like, oh no, this is like, this is like really good. Like this is like, it has like a vintage feel to it too. Yes. So that's, um, and also when she's going to wear it, she's going to get that mock neck like Yeezy. You know how yeah. Yeezy is in that with when, when it comes to his t-shirts, he has that mock neck. That's what you're going to get with that, which was really important for me. Loose fit. Um, yeah, we're going to be transitioning to all of our t-shirts being like that, which is really important to me. So I'm glad that I hope she likes, I cannot wait to see her in this. <laughs> so exciting. So do we want, do we want to tell the story of our, of our chat group this morning? on trying to pick up those shoes today. Matt. <laughs> I want to yeah. hear <laughs> so apparently yeah like Aminier they're known for like changing their their links when when their drop was at first they had like a password page and then I remember I think John was like there's a password do you guys know the password and I was like oh yeah it changes at like 9 a.m and then right when no it's no, 9 no no it changes at 6 a.m <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> west coast um, so i'm up at 5 30 trying to do this yeah and i feel bad for you guys because you guys gotta wake up early and then if you guys take l's like that's rough. exactly i lost an hour of sleep to take an l this morning. yeah <laughs> that's great but yeah like this morning like i guess apparently the the way to do it is like don't refresh and just bookmark the page and keep clicking on the page after nine or six and just hope for the best and then once it when it came drop time like they came out with these like two captures where like the first one you have to like answer a question i got like what is 50 minus 27 or something like that and then the next capture was like put a box around the biggest cat and then i kept doing it and doing it and they kept airing me out and then it switched to a play and i'm like all right what is going on here and then it finally went through and then all of a sudden it just sold out. And I was like, okay, well, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got yeah. spell race car backwards. And so I did it with the space and then I did it without the space and then I wouldn't, still wouldn't take it. So then I refreshed <laughs> and it's like, what number comes before four? And it took that and then I got the same, the draw box. And by the time I got in the queue, there was nine minutes and they sold out but it, after like two minutes, so. Oh my goodness. And so then uh, I did, I did, I tried on sneakers and I ended up getting a pair of the Sakai Blazers. Um, I figured as long as I was entering on sneakers, I just didn't on everything. So <laughs> I, I will, although I really like them, I'll probably sell them to help pay for my Amamanyes from StockX. Um, I did get something in the mail. Looks awfully like, well, a whole <laughs> lot like the one that I got. <laughs> I got the Michigan Ducks. This. Come on. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have got the Michigan. Okay. You should have got the yeah, squad shoe. Squad shoe. <laughs> um, I teased last week that I did pick up something on Supreme and I've got a Disney World trip coming up. And I feel like this is a crucial accessory for Disney World summer trips. I got a, a Supreme umbrella. So oh, they did not that. get the chair. <laughs> it did not get the chair. <laughs> no, yeah. And see, now I feel bad because I have another small shop shirt. I got a uh, Walt's wardrobe. Yeah. Nice. This is the Stussy, the Stussy inspired uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Okay. Um, cool. 100% recycled cotton. Um, he, I didn't even know it existed until he was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. And his, we were actually chatting after the podcast and I bought it. And he, he looks oh. at his phone. Oh, thanks for the order, John. <laughs> Stop. That's so sweet. So when are you going to Disney World? 
I go to Disney World. Um, we travel on July sixth. Oh my goodness! This is so, so exciting. We'll, we'll be there. We'll be there for time? a week. Is it your um, first time back since COVID and stuff? Since twenty nineteen, it's first first trip since twenty nineteen. Oh my goodness! This is so, great. Excited on that. No, after this, I'll have to ask you how how quick your shipping is because I'm um, I'm liking that Jungle Cruise shirt you got coming out Friday. <laughs> I got you. Whatever you want, you hit me up. We're trying to get John and his fantasy feelings, and I want to oh, see that. Picks. Well, my wife would love it too. So I'm like, that's, yes, that's so exciting. Cause I've been, uh, I've been, I've been going all, I've been buying uh, every, every week I've got a new vintage shirt rolling in and my wife's like, I'm like, Hey, we're gone for eight days. I got to have it. You know, <laughs> Disney vintage. If you can get your hands on some good pieces, man, don't hesitate. Don't stop you. You just punch it, man. I love Disney vintage. It's hard to stay away. Seriously. So I was going to ask you, I don't, this doesn't really fit in with with pickups, but I'm out as long as we're talking vintage. So you do the recycled feelings. Yes. It cannot be that easy trying to match up a vintage shirt with a brand new shirt. Like how, yeah. how do you, how do you make that happen? Cause so, I, I'm, not, I'm not a seamstress kind of person, but I got to feel like that takes some talent. It does. The talent comes from my sister. You know, we, we had this idea to do a split shirt and I don't, I wish I could give you guys a brand that was doing Parted the recycled feelings in 2019, but it wasn't as saturated as split is right now. You know, you see a lot of split stuff is split looking designs, not in like the Disney world, but you know, you look at NBA fits, any NFL fits, you're seeing that split. Well, we had the idea and I was like, you know what? I think we should do it with vintage. So we would cut it in half my sister Tanner I can't I can't do that stuff I'm the designer I'm not really good with the sewing and stuff I tried it. it's it ain't for me for sure and so um yeah I think it's just the hard part is really pairing it with something that looks complimentary with it and that's super important to me you know you can't just as much as I'd love to just slap fantasy feelings on the other side I always try to make clothes that have meaning and so um some of our first pieces I still have, thankfully, because it was like a trial and error. And um, so, yeah, I just picked vintage. I mean, I have a whole box waiting for me to work with. So now since we've moved to manufacturers, I'm trying to design those through manufacturers, split them in half and find the perfect kind of vintage. So it's like, you know, we're in a process, but I will tell you summer recycled feelings are coming back. So yeah, stay tuned. Nice. For sure. <laughs> If you like Star Wars, we have a lot of that. I'm so excited to get back into some of the Star Wars vintage is sick. So, yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. So we'll, we'll get more into that later. But like I said, that was just something that was totally on my mind. And I yeah. such a brought up. I thought it was a good place <laughs> to, to put it. Um, so let's jump into the fit of the week. Um, this week, speaking of vintage, uh, is Kajaholic of D, D Street Vintage. Um has a great pick of himself in, on Avengers Campus, oddly enough. Um, oh. he's, he's got the off-white dunks with a vintage Spider-Man tee. I don't know if uh, Matt sent you that pick over, but, uh, or if you follow him, he's, it's, it's a pretty incredible shot in front of the graffiti wall. Oh, I'm so excited to see it. No, I, I should have looked it up before I came here, but that sounds so dope, especially... I've never seen a Spider-Man vintage piece, so that's huge. I looked the vintage, I feel like kaji is like he's killing it <laughs> like especially for his shop like if you see some of the pieces on there on like d street vintage i'm just like 
holy crap where like, does he find the find exactly i mean it's the <laughs> craziest thing i've been watching d street vintage for a while now i'm like where like what is your secret <laughs> i need <laughs> i need to know because it's it's some of the sickest vintage i've ever seen for sure i think he picked up that uh spider-man shirt from round two though i think he oh, did tag round oh, two in it cool. okay cool so he must be in california too yeah yeah obviously if he went to avengers campus yeah. okay that's dope yeah so anyway so if anybody wants to be featured uh just use uh tag us in your pics and use the hashtag kicks at the castle um so now this now we're going to get into uh land versus world uh each week we pick a different um landmark or aspect of walt disney world resort or disneyland resort and decide who's got it better off and uh this week it's been bantied about um we actually had a listener suggest we do uh guardians of the galaxy versus tower of terror and i, I know we've talked about it a little bit offline um taylor how do you feel <laughs> this is so hard um because I went to Disneyland for the first time in January, 2020 before, you know, life really turned upside down. So I was very lucky and thankful. I went in fully expecting not to like guardians of the galaxy. Like I was zero expectations. I was like, I could care less to be honest, because tower of terror over everything. But I, I really love the theming. I think what does it for me is the music. I love the music as you're dropping that like screaming fun rock and roll retro feeling is so good. That's what makes that this question so hard. I mean, because I also feel like going into Tower of Terror every time I do have a feeling a bit of being scared, like to be honest, like I've written wrote it hundreds of times, but it's like, I still kind of get nervous for absolutely no reason. Um, so for that reason, I think I'm going to go Tower of Terror, but it's like, I mean, by a hair, it's, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is a really incredible ride. I'm sorry. I'm really bad at these questions because I just fun. love everything. <laughs> I just love everything. The music is so dope. The theming, uh, honestly, the visuals really did it for me too like when you stop and you look at what they're doing i mean that's right. so cool and we just don't have that you just scream now, and close your eyes. what do you remember what song you got because there's five different songs you can get okay you're gonna have to jog my memory and so they um, so the um they have the jackson five want you back um they've got an elvis song uh, i think it was, it's burning love um i think they've got hit me with your best shot that was it. I know I got hit me with your best shot. So I did go to Disneyland for six days. And so I probably, and I did guardians of the galaxy are arguably like three times a day. Cause we would just go back and forth. We were like, okay, we feel like doing this. It was a very like dead season. We had no idea what to expect. And so we were like, we thought we would need more time than we did, but I'm so thankful that we did, you know, all those days and just went back and forth and really just went wherever the wind blew us you know you just i think that's the beauty of disneyland but yeah. um i mean i rode guardians of the galaxy at least two to three times a day it was so fun. well the script is a little bit different depending on what song you get the characters have different interactions and things oh my gosh are you kidding yeah so like um there's one where well, groot's picking something off the ground and rocket will say that's not candy he does, you know he doesn't do that every time and then one time when you get to the top and they go hey look that's disneyland that shouldn't be there you know uh, like 
Okay, I think I remember that because I had the reaction I just did when you said it. I was like, oh my God, you know, I feel like a kid again. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh so, my God. Yeah, that's, well, that's and they cool. actually had the movie, uh, Gun directed the scenes for the where the doors open. So they actually, they actually directed it like a movie. Oh my goodness. So how does it flow into Avengers Campus now? Sorry, maybe I shouldn't ask a question. So what they did is they, well, no. So what they did is they, um, did some etching on the around the ground so it's supposedly like they brought it there and you can see that okay. the cement on the ground has got where it's cut up and it's it's almost like they epoxy filled it so it's kind of colored and smooth in certain spots and where it leads then it leads to the asphalt oh my goodness okay, and cool. right now they have it's blocked off at the hyperion theater so all of that waiting space that would be for the frozen um show that's all tables that they're using for the shawarma stand because they have two shawarma stands and one of them's right there they have Devon treats which is like a dessert cart and there's okay. tons of seating and then but it's blocked off so you can't go around uh, the hollywood land from there oh my goodness well i was wondering how they like made that all flow because i know like guardians felt tucked in a corner to me at the time just because you know you think of disney world it just feels so much bigger at times so right. i was wondering how they made it work well if bugs land had already been closed it would just be cut off because what would yeah. happen is you could go through bugs land to get out and that would lead to the main drag or you could go up and it, it, there was a pathway into cars by luigi's Oh my goodness. So no, yeah, I did not see any of Bugs Land. The only thing over there that I think I saw that was different than Guardians was Monsters. Am I right? Is that in that like back? Monsters corner? is back the other way, but yeah. Yes, but yeah, the other way of what it, yeah. So that's the only thing that I remember being in that kind of back of Buena Vista kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, so no. Yeah, yeah. They, they, it was a dead end. You're, you're, when After they closed Bugs Land, it's a dead end. So now it, it's free flow. Well, it's not free flowing because they're controlling capacity, right. but it, it will be free flowing again soon. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what are your guys' choices? I need to know. Okay. Matt, why don't you hit it? Mission breakout. Like there's no competition. It's, I mean, I, I love Tower Terror. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, compared to Mission Breakout, like it's, it's an updated ride. Mm -hmm. Like what Taylor said, like the soundtrack is amazing um what else the projection like on the shows and it's like right as soon as you start on the ride it's like and rocket closes the door and goes like this or whatever <laughs> um it's like right then and there like, i was not up. ready for that yeah i was not <laughs> ready because we're used to like going up stopping getting like our minds right getting ready no that is not what happens at disneyland they don't care about the pregame. they just <laughs> You're yeah, going. like it's straight up like yeah, our, our car doesn't drive around. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, because like in Tower Terror, it's like you kind of lead up to the intense part, but yes. no. I did not care about no that. No waiting game in, in mission, <laughs> uh, mission Breakout. And so, also Monsters After Dark. Like nothing beats that as well. So yeah, know, so, but, yeah but, so Taylor, they do that at Disney at uh, Disneyland for Halloween. They'll retheme it. And it's basically a new program. And it's monsters after dark where they're like is it, they're looking for Groot I think Rocket's trying to find Groot and there's monsters yeah. around and so they they shut it down for like a half hour I think they reset it reload the program and then so after 6 p.m oh, it's monsters after dark 
Oh, no way. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's, it's such a cool ride. I was really not expecting to care about it at all, but I do think that being on a coaster or, you know, drop ride with music just hits different. There is something really cool about the music theming and I, I loved it. No, you're right. Cause I could tell you, um, I don't even know how long ago it was. It's probably been 15 years. I, I could look it up. But they did a thing where they overlaid um, Space Mountain and California Screaming with Red Hot Chili Pepper soundtracks. And it made no the, way. they did that for a little while and it, it made the rides totally different. It was yes. I mean, same track, but it was a, just a different feel. Yes. So Disney, if you're listening, we really <laughs> like the music on rides. So if you could do that some more, that would be really cool. <laughs> no, it just gives like a very... It's just a cool feeling. I, I just loved, I love that element. And that's why a huge reason why I love rock and roller coaster, to be honest. I just love going to like the rhythm of that music and it's so cool. Loving an elevator is my favorite cycle through. It's so dope. So for for me, I don't, I don't, I don't ride Tower of Terror enough to like, like I, you know, it's been two years since I've ridden it and I and it's you know, it's, it's not like, you know, it's not one of those things where I go ride it three or four times when I'm there. I ride it, you know, you know, I hardly ever ride it. So I would say Guardians, but I actually did unintentional homework on this. On uh, two nights ago, I watched the last episode of Imagineering, the series on Disney Plus, because I wanted to see how they did the Spider-Man flying over Avengers Campus. Yes. And I, rem and I remember them having covering that in the last episode. So I wanted to watch it because I kept telling my wife, I'm like, that's not a real person, is it? It's not a real person, is it? And uh, so I wanted to watch to see what it is. And in that one, they actually cover the retheming of the Tower of Terror to Guardians of the Galaxy. That was part of the thing. And they said, we've got a box. It does two things. It goes up and it goes down. Yeah. It's also, how do we elicit a different emotion? And they said, one of the things was, if you've got a baby and you give them a little toss and they giggle, right? <laughs> right? So how do we get this to do that so that was that was their goal and they mentioned that when you go to tower of terror you're there to be scared and so it's shut it's it's sharp and sudden whereas it's more of a gentle bouncing and so they actually programmed it to elicit a different emotion you are kidding me oh wow. my gosh. that is what show was that that was the Imagineering. It's the last, uh, it's the basically a cover. It starts with Shanghai Disney, which my wife now wants to go to Shanghai Disney because it's the first time she watched that. She said, I just have to figure out how to make the plane rides only eight hours. So I'm like, if I go to Hawaii and then Japan and then yes. Shanghai, maybe. <laughs> then, I could get, then I could get Tokyo and Shanghai Disney out of her in one trip. Yeah, <laughs> that would be really dope. No, I mean, that's why I kind of said it's like, I think that's why it's hard to pick between the two because yes, they're both dropping rides, but they have such different feelings. Like I feel something completely different. Like I feel like I feel more like joyful and fun on guardians where I feel a little bit slightly terrified. I actually almost lost my purse last time. So I was for real terrified. And it's like, it's definitely two different emotions. So um, it's hard. It just to shows you how smart those Imagineers are that that's and what it, they, they, that's what they wanted you to feel. I was going to say they, they're intentional. I mean, everything that they do is intentional. It's not on accident or anything like that, which is so cool. That's why, you know, 
these questions will forever be going and there's not a right answer. One day it could be guardians for me. One day it could be the other, it could be tower terror, you know, cause it's just two different feelings, which is yeah. how they keep pulling you to different parks. Exactly. You know? Like, so I can't, I can't wait to go ride tower of terror. In a yes. Yeah, yes. That's definitely going to be one of the first ones I hit. So cool. Anyway, so we're so, talking, uh, if we're talking Tower of Terror Disneyland versus Disney World, I'm gonna say Disney World. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's. I've heard that. I've heard that. <laughs> well, we don't have we don't have the footprint. Like I said, our our cars yeah. are already loaded in the sh in the shaft, ready to roll. Yeah. Like that just the part terrible. going into the drop. Yeah, that definitely surpasses Disneyland. Yes. Okay. So you must so, have you must have went as a kid then, because how long have they had Guardians? Five years. Okay. Oh, not a kid. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm being <laughs> I mean, it feels like it's around that time. Maybe, maybe a little oh, bit before. I mean, they knew they were going to build like an interest campus when they did that. 17, maybe. Oh, right? okay. 2016, okay. maybe 20. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But not too, too long. Oh my no, gosh. A bit okay. too long. I, I just feel like I've only seen the guardians, you know, when I really got into the Disney community and stuff and all that because I actually went to Disneyland in 2016 but I only went to Disneyland I didn't go to California Adventure I messed up so I don't even count that trip to be honest <laughs> I, I don't even count it <laughs> all right well so anyway if, uh, if anybody's got any suggestions for uh, future editions of Land Births World send them on over um now let's get on property and like I said I'm going to drone on so why don't why don't we hear from Matt Matt did you make it on this week I did but still no reservations yet. I know, disappointing guys. I'm so sorry. But next week we are planning on going to Blizzard Beach. So I may have some fun stories for you next week. But um, I did go to uh, Springs, of course. And we went to the hangar bar, Jacqueline's hangar bar. Got the flatbread. I think it was like with like figs and dates. Um, sounds weird. And like brie cheese and like balsamic vinegar i don't know but it was like sweet salty it was it was it was pretty good we got chips and queso and then um, a couple of days ago um i had dinner at the wave at contemporary yeah. and i got crab cakes and it was like a spinach and gnocchi soup and for dessert we got the it was like a chocolate flight i think it was like uh it was like bread pudding creme brulee and like a German chocolate cake, which was fire. The the bread pudding out of the flight was probably my favorite. Oh my goodness. The wave is so good. I love the wave. It's underrated, honestly. Yes, you know? I agree. It's so good. How about you, Taylor? You get on property this week? Or how often do you how often no. do you go? Are you are you close by? Do you go? Oh, quite how often do I go? Yeah. No, I am in good old Kentucky, um, just outside of Lexington. Um in a normal year, I would say at least once to twice every quarter, you know, we really try, even if it's just for a weekend, um, a long weekend, we really try to make it out. The last time I was there was in April, the very end of April. And um, we celebrated my best friend's birthday. And she also works here at Fantasy Feelings. And uh, it was so good. I, it was so good. We got reservations for every park, and it's really nice when you can just park hops now. And um, we have you stay on property, or do you, uh, do you? Yes. So I'm a Riviera girl. I love the Riviera. Um, I love that you can do the Skyliner to Epcot, 
and to Hollywood. I mean, that's just so convenient, so easy. Um, and those are like two of my favorite parks anyway. So that's where I spend like a lot of the park hopping time. I feel like if I'm park hopping, it's to one of those. Um, so yeah, I love the Riviera. Um, and I'm also a huge contemporary gal. Actually, I love staying at the contemporary because of the wave and I love California grill. Also, if you, where are you staying when you go? I'm staying at the, what's the pirate kind of themed one? Oh, the Caribbean, uh, Beach. Caribbean Beach. Yeah. Caribbean, Caribbean Beach. Beach. Oh, that's great. Um, you and your wife need to try the Topolinos, the rooftop bar at the Riviera. It's really, really good. I promise you. So it's good. Really it's so I good on Valentine's Day. Yeah, is that the, yeah. is that the seafood so place? Good. Uh, I mean they have seafood there. I wouldn't say it's like a full uh-huh. seafood restaurant. Um, I mean I got like the I think it's the the Dover sole or sole fish. Yes, I got that too. It was so good. I don't so know good. what they did to it. it it's like know. and the potatoes in it. Oh my god, it's so good. I'm serious. Topolinos drinks food everything dessert i mean it is top tier like i love that place service also is incredible we literally i literally have a friend now that works he's a waiter but i mean he knows me which is kind of embarrassing because um, <laughs> i'm not even a local so it's like dang you spend a lot of time there but it's really really good trust me you got to go to topolino's right. and those reservations open up so you kept right. that reservation right john i did Okay, because I remember you were saying like you had to cancel some. I can't. I canceled a few. Yeah. I actually got one because my my wife like previews the menus and then decides. Uh, that's the other thing I was telling Matt is I was looking at how many you know two hundred dollar dinners I have planned. It's like every night. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> that's so funny. It's like you know you can only eat park food for so long. You need a good meal every now. And then. Yeah. You you do. I am becoming less of a park like food person and I just go to some way like a either I just don't eat a lot of quick service I'll go to springs or I'll go to like something in the hotel um yeah I'm becoming kind of spoiled like that you just don't I just get tired of the fries and I'm actually have a gluten allergy so it just limits what you can get at certain places in the park and so are they getting better at that it feels like there's a lot of allergy free menus I've seen they're doing so much better there's a lot of salads and a lot of places have like the other fryers so you don't have to worry about the cross contamination like genuinely a lot of places are really good. Batu is actually really great and has great gluten-free options. So yeah, it's getting better, but it's the same as you guys. It's like, you can only do park food so, so much. I want the soul. I want the chocolate flight, even though I can't eat that, but <laughs> you want, you want the good stuff sometimes that just, you know, it, it can be on a long vacation, like you're doing. It's like, whoo, I just need like a good meal. And then yeah. I'm ready to <laughs> yeah disney is disney is definitely accommodating what especially if you have like allergies like all you have to do is like tell the, the your server and then they'll tell the chef and then the chef will probably whoop something up that's not even on the menu yeah no a hundred percent like you do feel very secure that's one of the, that and like a hometown restaurant 
in Lexington is about the only places I feel super comfortable where I'm like, okay, they know and understand that a gluten allergy is not just a fat on Pinterest. I promise. <laughs> like, I don't want to, I don't want to be doing this to be honest. So Disney takes this so serious. And like you said, they will like make something for me. They're like, what are you in the mood for? And I'm like, I don't know, some salad and chicken. Okay. I'll make you something, you know, it's so great. They're That's so awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're getting great. Nice. So when's your next trip out? So I believe we're going to do like a July and August and a September. I think there's going to be a couple times when we're hitting month to month. Um, I actually, fun fact about me, I have epilepsy. And so I live at home for the moment. Um, and so my parents, my dad owns trucks and restores them and, and like takes vintage trucks, like vintage Peterbelts. And um, so he restored one and got it all painted. So they go to truck shows and I go to Disney. So they have a couple of truck shows coming up and I'm going to go bounce to Disney while they're doing nice. that. So awesome. yes, hopefully in August and September for sure. So I'm very excited. Awesome. All right. So as I mentioned, I, I did hit Avengers Campus on Sunday. Um, so that was the third day it was open. And I made the mistake of watching all of the Instagrammers, uh, influencers, and seeing, you know, basically building it all up as like, got to get there at four in the morning. And just, oh. it's like, and I just said, you know what, I, you know what, I'm just going to go California Adventure, and if I don't get in, I'm just going to go to Disneyland. At, you know, when it's because we can park hop at one o'clock when you get a park hopper. So I decided I wasn't. I, you know, I didn't want to. You know, like I said, I'm a 90 minute drive. The last thing I want to do is get up at two o'clock in the morning to go to Disneyland to oh. to stand in line for three hours before they open. So I like to park on the harbor side instead of parking. So right now they are not running trams. So I tried to park at the Anaheim Hotel, which is where I usually park if I don't, if my parking's not included with my pass. And at eight o'clock I got there and they were sold out. So I had to, so I'm giving you a time frame. So they open at nine. So I'm there at eight. I drive around Anaheim to get to the parking structure side. I park. It probably took me 15 minutes to get through the line and park. It was super. There was like no, no traffic. I mean, there were, there were cars there. And I walked the mile. It was almost a full mile from my car to, to do the tram walk. I was in the park at 9.10. So I didn't wait in line one time, one minute, and I didn't have to get up at 2 a.m. And so at that point, the line to get into Avengers Campus was five hours. So I decided, well, what's, what's, what are the wait times? Midway Mania, 20 minutes. Okay, well, let's go do that. Radio Springs, 45 minutes. Okay, let's go do that. You know, let's go have breakfast at, uh, or we, we had an early lunch at, at Flo's. Did all that stuff and we just said, you know what, we're gonna, cause I missed the boarding group. That was the thing. I, when we were driving, oh. up, I tried to get the boarding group because if you get the boarding group, you can go into the campus. 12 o'clock came, we were actually sitting down at Flo's. We didn't get a boarding group. And I said, well, at one o'clock, let's bounce over to Disneyland. And I just said, you know, we'll come back at like seven and see what it looks like. Um, we ended up, uh, someone recognized me in Batu and <laughs> said, hey, try it, try at 5.30. They, they said, don't wait, don't wait till seven. They said, just go, because it's starting to get dark at that point. Said it's a little bit more, you know, because they had been there the day before. Went over at 5.30 and it was an hour wait. And that was it. Oh, so yeah. got in, um, there was still 
um, windows available to, to order food. So I got uh, from the, the tasting lab, I got the regulator, which is a beer with Patron and, oh. uh, and oh. mango boba. Uh, my daughter got a, what is it? The fizz, um, what is it called? It's, I got it, I've got my, I have my order up. The particle fizz. So it's like a hard seltzer with boba in it. And uh, that was fun doing that. And uh, the guy, the guy at the test kitchen enjoyed my, uh, he liked my origin story ones that I was wearing. He was, uh, oh, cool. he, he was all about, he, he it was nice. I actually had several people notice that um, I, my, my shoes, which I had, <laughs> I had a, uh, it's not a vintage Marvel tee because I think it's 2002. So it's gotta be 20 years old to be vintage, right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that sounds, I don't know. Depends on yeah. what it is. Cause that sounds pretty solid though. Yeah. Yeah, I found a, I found a, a, a T a Spider Man T on Depop, and it was still it still had tags on it too, so that was great. Oh, that's so cool! Um, so it was very cool. So we got to go in and we got some pictures taken. Um, I did not get to ride the Web Slingers attraction. I heard they were taking walk ups selectively. I actually went by there and asked twice and was told no. So I don't know. You know, what, probably depended on the queue length. If probably if I if probably if I had a stock that I might have been able to get in line. Um, checked out the. Um, I checked out the web, uh, the web accessories and they are just printing money. Just so you know, okay. If anybody's worried about Disney right now, they were, <laughs> like, I was in line for guardians and there was a family of five and they had, I'm sorry, it was a family of six. They had three boys. All three boys had the attachment web slingers. They had the spider bots. They had the backpacks that held the spider box. They had the Spider-Man sweatshirts on and the dad and the mom had Avengers sweatshirts. Like I was just looking at them. I was like, seriously, how much money they spent in that store? Oh. And it and it was north of five hundred bucks. <laughs> so uh, we did we did ride Guardians. The wait for Guardians once you get inside is like twenty minutes. So yes, so the the, the wait in line isn't wasted, right. and just tons of character interactions. Um, Ant Man was was over by one of the vehicles. Thor came out and was talking to you know, basically. They kind of stand on a bench kind of thing and then they'll talk to the crowd and people can move in front of them and get a picture um they weren't really shooing you away from the characters which was nice i mean i mean you could tell they wanted space um we didn't do the dr strange show they, they do our demonstration um like i said we're, we'll we'll go back and explore more but it was it was neat to go in and see the theming um we got to see the stunt show where spider-man flies over the buildings um, the first time so I saw that, I thought that was fake. I was like, they did not do this. They, did. they <laughs> did. is it cool? Is it so cool? It is. It is. You know, it's very well themed. And you know, the, and I think the biggest compliment I could give the Imagineers is when I walked out and I'm back on that main street. I'm like, I'm in, that's right. I'm in California Adventure. Like, you know, oh, it's good. you know, it's like that feeling when you walk out of Batu and you're like, oh, oh yeah, I'm in Disney. Yeah. I was just getting ready to ask, like, comparatively, I feel like. Batu is like one of the most like immersive things they have done in a long time in my opinion like comparatively like how does Avengers Campus like fit like fit in and compare you know it did it, it compares very well obviously it's not as big um and it's where it gets weak is if you go out on the Hyperion theory theater side it's just like it's gone they like just okay. you know it's not like you've got the tunnel transitions that you have on Galaxy's Edge which yeah. you know it, it takes your sight line away and then like, you know, then it opens up in front yeah. of you. So the, the backside, and it was funny is my, my wife doesn't do guardians. Um, so my daughter and I were, were going on there and 
I'm like, oh, there's benches over. She's like, she's like I always sit over there. She said, it doesn't feel like Avengers Campus. I want to sit over here so I can, and you know, like Loki walked by while she was sitting there. And so she's like, yeah, I want to be in the campus. I don't want to be by Hyperion Theater, you know? Yeah, yeah. So the backside theming, the transition is abrupt. Yeah, okay. Whereas on the front, it's, and it's kind of a, it's kind of a mix between the industrial warehouse feel where the ride is and the bathrooms. It's kind of a stark warehouse where then you've got the Avengers headquarters, which is high tech and the PIM test kitchen. That's all high tech. So it's, it's kind of a blend between those. And then in there, in the transition is that mystical area where they do the Dr. Strange show. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm not going to lie. Man, shout right out to me. Imagineers, man. Yeah, no, they did it. They, <laughs> it's, it's awesome. I just, like I said, I just, I feel like sometimes the, the, the influencers really hype it up and it's like, it's, you know, I mean, how enjoyable is your day if you have to start at 3 a.m.? You know, you know, I don't, I don't need to be the first one, you know, standing at the gate because, you know, who, you know, like I said, I didn't wait in line. I, but I, you know, like I said, I walked from my car to the, to, you know, I think there was probably four people in front of me at the gate when I got there. I know the hours are posted as nine. I think, I think they're letting people in at like 8 15. So it's kind of let, it kind of lets that, and I think the reason they do that is because the the lines build up so much on the harbor side. It's, you know, it goes down the street, you know, they can only wrap it around so much around that bus area now. Mm-hmm. I feel like I take the same mindset as you. I'm like, I will get to it at some point. I just don't want to wait in line. You know, I've always had that like mentality. I mean, I was actually working when Toy Story Mania open and I couldn't even I, I think we were blacked out for a couple of days not as bad as it is right now or when Galaxy's Edge opened but I was like I refuse to wait in this long line like I will see it one day <laughs> I will I'll get there one day and it's not going to be in a five-hour line I just can't I don't yeah. have the heart for that you know well, and, and I didn't want to pin my hopes for the day on getting a virtual queue yeah, you know? yeah that's hard yeah so I just you know we kind of went with the plan a and a plan b and we we went with plan B and it worked out great. We had a fun time. So. I don't want to, I don't, I haven't looked up anything about the Spider-Man thing. I don't even know what it's called. Cause I did the same thing with, with, with rise of the resistance. I was like, I don't want to know a single thing. I like being surprised for the first time, you know? Um, so I, I've like tried to stay away from like videos and spoilers. I know that people keep posting something of, like with Tom Holland. No, is that his name? Yeah. I was like, oh crap. Um, no, but I know that there's I'm just like, I'll tap through. I'm like, I cannot look at this. I don't want to, I don't want to spoilers. But yeah. I've I've heard it's really great. I don't know. I haven't um, done anything with the ride. Um, I haven't looked it up. Um I, I'm going yeah. back on the 30th. And so I'm actually starting in Disneyland. So I don't get to try for the seven o'clock queue. So hopefully the, the 12 o'clock treats me good. But yes, uh, also okay. I'll go over and I'll walk through the campus and this time I'll probably get some food. We didn't, we just had drinks. So I'll probably check out the, the kitchen and get, get a sandwich or something and see what, see what they've had there. And I didn't get a snack. I, I was all snacked out by the time I got there. So I didn't even go to the Tavon treats. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> that's so funny, but that's so great. You got to go in and walk through it. I mean, I feel like even my first time on through galaxy's edge, I was like, just being in this, like, completely new atmosphere was good enough for me I mean I guess I'm like really easily like please I'm just I don't really know but I just love like being in a new atmosphere and you're just like 
gosh, the work that they put into this to make me feel this way. Like, I, I just think it's really cool. Well, and the other thing is I like, you know, you know, I was a big star Wars guy as a kid, you know, I mean, I was, I was eight years old when the, for the original came out. So I was right in that wheelhouse. And so, you know, obviously when I go 12 more 12 year old me is, you know, thrilled, but I almost like watching it through a kid's eye. You know, I like watching the, the characters interact with the kids and, you know, yes. it, it, you know, like get a drink and hang out and, you know, walk around and, and, and just enjoy people watching a little bit is always fun. Yes. I, when I go to Galaxy's Edge to see people's reactions to like, you know, um, who's out there like working on sometimes Ray and Chewy and just seeing the kids, they're like, oh my God, dad, mom, do you see that? It's just the cutest freaking thing. I love Galaxy's Edge. It's one of, I just love hanging out there. The sounds, the, the characters walking through everything. The only thing I haven't done is Ogas. Um, every time I try to get a freaking pass and I just never can get a reservation. You know, um, one of the things I always try to do is a lot of times it's just my wife and I, I, I'll look for reservations for one because they let you bring an extra person. You really, I knew there was a reason I wanted to do this podcast. I just, (laughs) that also, that also works with the lamplight lounge because that's sometimes the easiest way to get a reservation there. No freaking way. Okay, I'm literally, I cannot wait to tell my best friend this. She's going to freak out. Okay. Yeah. So, Olga's, I, I've gotten many reservations getting a party of one at Olga's. No freaking way. Yep. I just feel like I've heard, I've heard that the Disneyland Olga's is really, really dope. I think ours is a little bit smaller for some reason. I don't know why I've heard that. Or- so when I, I, so they opened ours first. So when I went to Disney World in 2019, they were doing the, um, the, Cast member previews so it wasn't yeah. open to the general public yet so i have not been in batu i i i think the only difference that i've really heard of is that you guys have alcohol in your blue and green milk yeah <laughs> do not get the tequila do not do it i'm t- oh don't do it yeah yeah oh my god i'm being serious do not get the green milk with the tequila i love really? margaritas i love tequila this it is it's not it it's better but it's just i mean you can back me up out here i mean it's just not have you tried it i have not no oh i don't drink anymore so i don't yeah i don't pay attention okay that's, <laughs> no that's well, literally that's a blessing because it is truly not good um i've been to both there's not much difference like even in size wise i think when you're there if you really do feel immersed in galaxy's edge and i just don't think that there's not much difference it's really they did a great job well, the real question is is there an alcoholic version of the tattooing sunset because i my I, I enjoy that drink which is basically an arnold palmer with something else in it but is that it is that at ogas um no that's at uh, ronto roasters oh i don't know do you know i have no idea i know the I... move juice Move juice is fire. I feel like I would have tried that, John. I really do. Like, I think I would have gotten that if I saw it on the menu. I yeah, don't there's a drink. There's a, it's a tattooing sunset. It's non-alcoholic, but I'm like, I was wondering if you guys have an alcoholic version, but. Uh, oh, that's, so they don't do alcohol in your Galaxy's Edge, except. Just in, in the cantina. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I wonder why they do that. And I know my, my go-to drink was always the Spice Runner, but I heard they don't have that anymore. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. 
Well, but our, I mean, our Olga's is closed right now anyway. I heard there, I think it's going to open on the 18th, 16th, 18th. I actually need to check on that because I think June 14th, they open reservations for a few more restaurants. We're, our state's reopening in five days. So oh. I think that's going to, I think there's going to be some big changes with, you know, oh. occupancy. And, oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I, I've also heard that temperature checks are going to go away on the, the 15th as well. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. Yeah, I think I don't think WDW is doing temperature checks anymore. Nope. Yeah. Not for a while now. Like a good month. And oh, wow. I think Florida had it right all along. I mean, like yeah. clear, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. That's crazy. Well, I really I hope you have a great time in WDW. That's crazy. That's so exciting. No, I'm excited to go. So um anyway, so has anybody watched Loki? Has anybody checked out the, the new series on Disney Plus? So my sister did. Um, she's a crazy newfound Marvel fan. She's like in that honeymoon phase. Okay. Um, yeah. So she loves it. She loved it. Um, I can't say much about it. I, I, okay, let's just be honest. I have not seen many Marvel movies. I've seen the Iron Mans and I've just started on the Captain Americas. Well, I so was going to ask you about that because I see that you do a lot of star wars stuff with your line but i just saw you just doing your first avenger shirt i saw that i really like that yes very cool thing the story is i did not watch star wars at all growing up watched it right when quarantine hit became a major fan (laughs) no i like i genuinely absolutely adore star wars like i I really feel bad for years for thinking it was nerdy. Like I, I hate what I did to myself, to be honest, it's beautiful. So I'm the thing with Marvel is that, so we're, we're about four times as busy and there's about three times or more as movies. So it's like, oh my gosh. So on my vacation, I'm literally planning to watch Marvel movies as like fun homework. Um, I already know some spoilers, so I'm glad about it because I'm quite emotional during movies. So I'm glad I'm mentally prepared for some things. Um, But yeah, we are really starting to do a lot of Marvel stuff thanks to Tanner. And it's really, it's really great. Our other designer is great with Marvel. So we have a Falcon coming out. We have a Loki coming out that I'm obsessed with. Um, Oh my gosh. It's going to be crazy. So, um, yeah, but Tanner, I can speak for her and say she loved the first episode and loves the retro feeling. And she says that she said it already related to WandaVision somehow. Uh, they had a hint about it. So it's um, which, by the way, she loved WandaVision, too. So, right. Right. Um, so we're, we're I'm getting my toes in the water. You know, I, I got through Star Wars and I'm a huge fan. And so, yeah, uh, we're we're working on it. Nice. <laughs> Matt did, you you, did you, Matt, did you give it a watch? I didn't watch it yet. <laughs> watch yet. Okay, so, I mean, the first episode is all set up. Yeah. It's, you know, there's not, you know, it's, I'm not going to spoil anything. Of course, this, this is going to air in a week and a half, so people have had two weeks to watch it anyway, so I'm not worried about spoiling. But, so it's set up. And uh, the cool thing about it is it's 2012 Loki. It's not... Um, Infinity War Loki, who's had some redemption from the Thor Ragnarok movie, and then how what okay. happens to him at the beginning of Infinity War. You're talking about 
this happens the same day as the attack on New York in Avengers one, because he falls into this wormhole because he finds this, you know, he gets the Tesseract. So it's a completely different Loki than what you saw in the last couple of movies. And it's cool how he's got the, that, that attitude, not the redeemed Loki. Okay. Um, the other thing that is amazing is if anybody likes Owen, William, Owen Williams character in Wedding Crashers, he basically is playing that guy. Oh, no oh, way. He is like <laughs> the fast talking, sarcastic. It's hilarious. And, you know, he works for the TVA, which is the Time Variance Authority. And, you know, he's he's basically, he's got a different role in the grand scheme of things, but in this, he's trying to find out what makes Loki tick in the first episode. You know, like Loki doesn't know that his mom's dead at this point in time. And he doesn't know that he's dead, you know, because he, this is 2012 Loki. So it's, it's interesting. So basically the first episode, is getting oh, Loki up to speed of, <laughs> of where the timeline is. The timeout, does Loki die? Well, he dies a couple times. Okay. It's as easy as that. Okay. I'm He's here. Not... <laughs> no, Tanner talks about stuff. I'm like, I think I'm just going to have to watch this for real. I'm, I think multiple people die. <laughs> <laughs> lots, lots of people die. Multiple times in the first episode. No, no, no. no. In, like in, in Marvel. No, in, oh, in, oh, okay, in the Loki okay, yeah, series. Okay. I'm talking about the backstory of Loki, right? As far as what happens to him in Infinity War and what happens to him in Endgame. Um, I like any shows that give like a background, like go back in time and give us some like premise and stuff. I think that's always really well. The other neat thing is that there's actually a cartoon because Loki doesn't know where he is, and so he's he's like in a DMV is really what it is like when you said the retro office vibe it, it's you know what it reminds me of almost is like lost um oh, okay. so it's like you know you've got this stupid old computer that's keeping whatever from blowing up and it's like these guys are sitting in there on like 1980s pcs and it looks like it's 1960 decor and it's like he, he walks into this room and there's all these ropes set up to get to the counter and they're like there's like one other person like take a number you know, and so he's like, what am I doing here? And then like a TV pops up with a cartoon that tells him where he is. Like oh. you're in the TVA and it talks about how there's all these competing timelines. Um, it, it's, it's a really fun series. Um, oh, that's so but I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie, Taylor, if you haven't seen Infinity War and Endgame, you're probably going to be a little lost on it. No, that's what I wasn't planning on. I was planning on going through all the movies and then hitting WandaVision and then doing the whole Loki thing. So, yeah, yeah, it's just that I feel like more than Star Wars, Marvel is like, you really got to plan for this because there's a lot of movies. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. (laughs) But the storytelling, you can tell right now that what they're doing now is laying the groundwork for the next Infinity War in 10 years. Yeah, because they're talking about all these competing timelines that are merging together. And so that's a way that you could bring the X-Men in with all of your other Marvel heroes. I love it. Where you could possibly have a timeline where Iron Man didn't die and have him come back. And, you know, I mean, there's, you know, the, and, if you, you know, want honesty the only reason i stopped i did not watch avengers and have been so insistent on it because i heard 
Iron Man died. I was like, it's a no from me. I'm mad. I'm upset. I haven't even watched the movies. I am crying. I just, I grew up watching like the Iron Mans and X-Men. So those like truly with my best friend and her family. And so um, I, I had a heart for Iron Man like way before my sister started watching Marvel. When you watch- Well, I think, I think the way they did it really- it was full circle for him, you know, like yeah. I mean, even when the end when, you know, Pepper says now you can rest, you know, I mean, you know, it was, it was, it was a hero send off. I mean, I thought, I thought that I was excellent. I this podcast to cry, John. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No. <laughs> First crier on the podcast. No. <laughs> I love, I love that title. That's great. No, I just, I really love Iron Man and Pepper. So, yeah, I mean, you know what? You're right. We have the name of the, the name of this week's episode is I didn't come here to cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna lie. When we saw um Endgame, like Laura cried at the very end. I was like, <laughs> How can you not? Yeah. Truly, when I watched um because my sister had watched everything, so she was like. I don't know if this was at the end of Endgame, so I'm sorry if I'm like off the timeline. We're just talking about crying, um, but uh, also a good title. Um, but uh, I watched Captain America's last scene with Peggy. Obviously, that's our shirt inspiration. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that moment mixed with the song, mixed with their relationship. I mean, I was like a freaking bowl of tears over here. And I had to watch it multiple times for my job. Like literally I'm designing right shirt and I'm like okay what 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 quote will hit best what song will you know I had to literally do the lyrics to the song because it's such an old song right it well, and as you as you watch the other movies you'll see his you know relationship with Peggy oh I mean I'm already into it so we, yeah we watched the first Captain America and we started Winter Soldier and so I had to watch because I needed some premise I think that when I make clothes I'm always I always hit on emotions when I just don't need to all the time but I do it anyway right. and so I watched the scene where he goes to visit her when she's older mm-hmm. a mess and then I watched their dancing scene knowing what Tanner let me know what he did chose to do you know sorry any spoilers so i knew the backstory of you know i think of a, i think of a movie seven years old i don't think it counts as a spoiler okay point. okay yeah, <laughs> i always feel bad but it's like i knew why he what he chose and why he chose it you know and so right. i mean i was a freaking bowl of tears over here i was like i don't know how i'm gonna watch these movies i don't know how i'm gonna make it it's you know what it's just very it's very good storytelling it really yeah is. i do i think they have great storytelling i really do so there is one other Disney Plus thing I was just going to mention, and because especially because we were talking about the Imagineering series that they did uh, when it was last year, this summer on the sixth, uh, I think on July sixteenth, they're dropping um, behind the attraction. Yes. Yes. And I guess they're going to drop all the episodes at the same time. I am super excited to see that. Excited. What do you guys want to see on there? What are you wanting to see? Well. Honestly, it's like, you know, one of the things from the Imagineering was the um, the Jungle Cruise, like yeah. watching how they drove trucks through that attraction, seeing how it was going to lay out. But I want to see something else. Like, you yeah. know, like we saw a big thing on the Matterhorn being built. You know, I don't need to see that again. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I don't know what it's, I th- and I think it's a nostalgia thing. I, whatever it is, I hope it's old. 
You know, okay. I hope there's I hope there's 60s footage, you know, you know, that kind so of thing. So you don't want the new stuff. You don't want to know the rise of the resistance. You want to know some of the vintage, like how the heck they made it work then. Yeah, especially with the the, you know, like you think about how Imagineering started. Like, you know, you look at, you know, like the Lincoln, you know, that I mean that robot was built in the 60s. You know, I mean <laughs> crazy i mean and you think um i think this was in the imagineering story as well um that pirates was supposed to be a wax museum you walk through right and it was actually he, right when he made carousel progress he was like okay no we got to do pirates like this like we did these animatronics and so you literally then learned how carousel progress animatronics worked and i actually worked at carousel progress in disney world and it has the exact same mechanics as it did in the freaking 70s and 60s and because that's how it's like programmed it's crazy so i do hope that they tell us because you know the technology we have now it is inspiring i could never do it but it's like they really thought outside of the box you know they were the groundwork for what we can do now especially with animatronics and you know, a guy literally acted out and reacted to stuff. And then that's how they got John in Carousel Progress. I mean, right. are you kidding me? It's so cool. So I'm intrigued. I'm ready for this. I will. Well, I'm wondering how many episodes it's going to be. I mean, I'm hoping it's, you know, 10, but, you know, I don't know if that's optimistic. You know, it seems like the Marvel stuff is like six. But I want to know, how is it The Rock gets to be the guy to do this? Like, when I think, you know, when I think <laughs> Nostalgia Disney, why is The Rock the producer? Oh, he's the producer of the show. Yeah, he's it's yeah he's a, he's I don't know maybe it's his production company maybe he's really not involved but okay. I, his name I his no name idea. was on the Disney Plus post. Well, Ooh. maybe he got more involved after his role in the Jungle Cruiser. You know, I don't I'm not really sure. That's a great question, and it's not like you know a, Julie Andrews does a lot of the voicing. I feel like in Disney, well, that's easy because yeah. she has the most perfect voice. I mean, it's right. not like The Rock is like this. I wonder what I wonder what's going on there. I don't know. I'm going to trust anyway. him. I'm excited. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited I'm, too. I'm shooting. I would love ten episodes. I would love to hit. I'd also like to hit some of the stuff in the other parks too. Like I'm talking like Tokyo and stuff like that. Oh you know? yeah. I've, I'm excited for you know other par parks outside of Walt Disney World, which is no, that's true because there's a lot of other things that you know we don't have. That's yeah. For sure. So. All right, well, anyway, this is the point where we play a couple games. If you if you are ready, I've got some uh, Disney or Datney questions lined up for you. <laughs> okay. That way, we can, that way we can fully build your Disney profile. Yes, okay. All right, uh, Dole Whip or Mickey Pretzel? Dole Whip. Dole Whip, all right. Instantly, Haunted Mansion I mean, or Pirates? Haunted Pirates. Haunted <laughs> <Just> Pirates? <laughs> <laughs> Um, pirates, 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 pirates. All right. Magic Kingdom or Disneyland? Disneyland, all, all right. day. Uh, Jordan ones or Air Force ones? Jordan ones. Okay. Uh, Grand Fiesta tour or Living with the Land? Grand Fiesta tour. I freaking love that ride. <laughs> okay. Uh, dinosaur or Indiana Jones? Indiana Jones by far. Okay. Star tours or Smuggler's Run? 
Star Tours, but barely. They're both really rough. <laughs> Man, you feel trippy after that, both of them. All right, uh, Thunder Mountain or Space Mountain? Thunder Mountain. Okay. Jack Skellington or Jack Sparrow? Jack Sparrow. I love him. <laughs> um, now this, is, this is kind of a Disneyland question because they're in the same park in Disneyland. Um, fireworks from Main Street or fireworks from Batu? Oh my goodness. Oh, so I haven't done them in Batu. I feel like I would love that. You need be that because they, they're over the mountains. Oh, I bet that's really beautiful. I never thought that you guys had that over us. I, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, okay, that's, that's on my bucket list. That's a really <laughs> dope question. I love that. All right. Um, Festival of Lion King or Fantasmic? Oh, Fantasmic. I love Fantasmic. Okay. Monorail or Skyliner? Skyliner. Okay. I'm a huge Skyliner fan. <laughs> uh, Geodesic Sphere or Tree of Life? Tree of Life. Okay. Peter Pan's Flight or It's a Small World? Peter Pan's Flight. <laughs> All right. Uh, the light side or the dark side? I'm a dark girl. Dark All side. Right. All right. All dark right. side. Okay. Uh, green milk or blue milk? Oh, God. I'm thinking blue. Uh, I'll go with blue. <laughs> if I got to choose, I'm going blue. All right. Uh, the Hitchhiking Ghost or the Hatbox Ghost? Oh my gosh, hitchhiking ghosts. Come on, they're so dope. <laughs> okay, um, a giant Mickey pumpkin on Main Street or the giant Christmas tree? Oh, I've never seen the giant pumpkin, but it's seriously on my bucket list because you guys have that. It reminds me of Halloween Town. I would choose that. I really okay. love that. All right, um, heroes or villains? Villains. <laughs> okay, and uh, rope drop or fireworks? my gosh this one's really tough fireworks fireworks all i right. love closing a park excellent okay all right well i think uh i think you did well on that um yeah i was gonna say how do i do guys yeah am i do i pass you pass you pass for sure okay cool so but now the question is matt's got some trivia for you so i don't i don't know if he's gonna let you off that easy <laughs> <laughs> I know you post a lot of like Disney history stuff, so I, yeah. I decided to go with some some trivia questions. Okay. But um, but yeah, I mean it's generally it's mostly like park um, trivia. Okay. But all right, you ready? Not really, but yes. I'm <laughs> all right. <laughs> what year did Magic Kingdom open? Oh, 1971. What year did Disneyland open? 55. How many pavilions are in Epcot's World Showcase? 12. No. It's 11. Oh, man. <laughs> They've been talking about Brazil. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. Okay, cool. 11. What was Mickey Mouse's original name before Lillian made him, made Walt change it? It's that feeling when you know. Mortimer Mouse. Mortimer yes. Mouse. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first international Disney park? Uh, Paris. No? That's uh, what I thought too. I thought it was Paris, but it, was it's it Tokyo? actually, it's Tokyo. 
It's Tokyo. Okay, my bad. Which ride is the only ride at every Disney park? Which ride is the only ride at every Disney park? My. Do you know this one? Oh. I I think I've got two. I think I've narrowed it down to two, but I don't know if this is right. I'm gonna shoot for Haunted Mansion. There's no, no Haunted Mansion in Shanghai. Dang it. How about, how about Dumbo? John's right. What? <laughs> yeah, there's a Dumbo in every single Disney park. I was gonna say that I over the carousel. I was thinking of. I, <laughs> really, why? Yeah, because there's, there's no small world. I think it's Shanghai also. They I said knew- they broke they said they broke a lot of rules when they did Shanghai. Really? I really thought it was also pirates. I thought they would always have a pirate themed feeling. This restaurant is the busiest restaurant in the US and it's at Walt Disney World. Which restaurant is it? Cosmic Rays. Yep. Uh, yeah. Fun fact, Cosmic Rays like what they make in a day, they can pay every single employee at Magic Kingdom. Yes. Yes. Just from that one restaurant. Isn't really? it crazy? I worked at Casey's Corner and we were in constant competition with Cosmic Ray sale, sales and orders and turnover. So I actually knew that because as our role at Casey's, I was put on the, you know, taking orders and we were like, we had to hit 97 orders in an hour per hour. We were oh, like... Yeah. Yes, we're like, and if you were not fast on it, you would be removed from that role because you had to be that quick and uh, just turn you had to turn the line over. Yes. Oh, I mean, it was constant. So yeah, we I knew that about Cosmic Rays because I was like, yeah, I might be at Casey's. At least I'm not a Cosmic (laughs) Rays. All right. The next question: Um, All the trash cans in World Showcase at Epcot are brown except for one pavilion. Which pavilion is it? America. Yep. And last question, how many lands does Disneyland have? Oh, like not parks, like freaking lands? Oh, Disneyland. Yeah. Okay, hold on, we're gonna go, oh my God. I feel like I'm gonna forget one, so I'm gonna say six. Is that right? Dang it. Don, do you know? I'm gonna say four. Five? Four? No, it's nine. What? Land? Yeah, it's nine. Yeah. So Main Street USA, Critter Country, Toontown, Fantasyland, Adventureland, Frontierland, New Orleans Square, Tomorrowland, and Galaxy's Edge. I only heard you say land four times. Oh, well, they all count as lands. <laughs> That's crazy. According That's to the trivia, the trivia question. I'm just saying, I only heard four lands. Uh, well, I forget that they always freaking count Main Street. I don't know why they do that. I'm like, it is a land, I guess, but also not really. <laughs> but it's like, well, Critter but Country. I forgot to Critter Country is Splash Mountain in and Winnie the Pooh, that's all it is. <laughs> oh, is that all that it is? Yeah. Well, there's a store down there. 
Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> it's not really a land. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Those were good questions. Honestly, if they retheme Splash Mountain to Princess and the Frog, it's in the perfect spot because it's really, they would just extend the New Orleans Square. Yes, yeah. So is it in both? It's in both? DLR? Well, it's, as you walk there, you, you walk past the Haunted Mansion and then it kind of, on the right, you've got the launch for Tom Sawyer. So they kind of make a country and then you hit Splash Mountain. Well, so I'm saying they're changing Splash Mountain in both. I knew they were confirmed WDW changing Splash okay. Mountain too. I would assume they would do it both. I mean, yeah, okay. I think they are doing it in both. Oh, I don't okay. think there's any timeline yet. I mean, no, I don't think so. I'm not going to lie. I really love Princess and the Frog and I'm really excited to see what they do with it. It'll be weird to see like a classic ride like that change because that'll be the first time that's ever happened like for me personally. Um, but I'm really excited about Princess and the Frog. I just love that movie, I'm not gonna lie. It'll be interesting to see what they do. And then those those poor animatronics at Disneyland, they, I mean, they already got rethemed from uh, America Sings. So this will be their <laughs> third life. Oh yeah, no, that's funny. <laughs> well, that's crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So now a few questions for you. So how did your Disney journey begin? How did, how did it all start? Well, I was, it's a really fun story. I was playing softball at Marshall University and um, I loved it, but I was in a science class and I did not know what they were talking about. I got bored and I applied to the Disney college program and that's when it, the ball really got rolling. Uh, within the week I got a, um, a interview um, and then I got the phone interview and within that two weeks I was like oh I'm moving to Disney world. Um, but before that I had always loved um, Disney. I'd been a couple times with my family and I, I definitely like, it was in my bucket list. Like, oh, you got to work for Disney World, like just one time. And so um, I made that happen in a science class. Thank you, Jesus, um, for taking that and not knowing anything about it. So I worked there, came back to school, went back to work. And um, I really thought that I was going to have a career at Disney. I really did. I just like working for the company. I loved talking to people all day. I loved attractions because um, I worked at Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor and Carousel of Progress as well as Casey's, um, just different programs. And um, But I started having seizures on stage and they weren't going to let me work at attractions anymore because of my epilepsy, which is completely fine and understandable, especially ironically talking about old rides. Carousel of Progress is one that doesn't it has like an emergency stop, but it's, it's really old. So, I mean, it wasn't good for me to stay there. So I came back home and uh, me and my sister had this crazy idea. We were like, what if we made clothes <laughs> and, you know, we got the ball rolling. So I think it's always been a theme in my life. I've always loved Disney vintage. I've always loved going. Um, but when I worked for the company, I learned so much about how to, run a business well, how to choose quality over quantity genuinely and learn how to treat guests and customers and people. And uh, you really appreciate what they do behind the scenes when you just take one traditions class. Literally, that's all it takes for you to be like, oh my gosh, 
the detail and everything and everything that they do is really beautiful. And so, um, yeah, my Disney journey is like really long, but I, I mean, I loved it. I loved working there and I love what I do now. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad life kind of led me away from working there because now I get to really, um, do the thing that I love to do, you know? Nice. So I was going to ask you about your inspiration for your designs. Does that, so it sounds like the, that attention to detail, is that something you carry with you? So when you're out there, like, is that how you find the inspiration for, for oh, your different yeah. designs? Oh yeah. I mean, when it comes to, you know, like basis for design, I think me and my other designer who I work with, we get a lot of inspiration for menswear. You know, I feel like a lot of people give menswear crap, but I really think you guys have really dope t-shirts. You know, I read a book, you know, um, Bobby hundreds, uh, with this is not a t-shirt. Um, and just like his background. And if you really look at the skater, Siri era, you know, that really paved the way for streetwear and what it is for men and women currently. So when it comes to certain inspiration, I'll get like a style or I'll see something, but then I take it and I'm like, okay, how do we make it fantasy feelings? And that is attention to detail, very small details that a lot of people wouldn't think to do. And then also I think emotion. I think that we really hone in on something that makes you like, how do you feel when you're on Tower of Terror? How do you feel when you're in Batu? How do you feel? And how do you carry that with you in your everyday life kind of thing? It's like, I want you to feel that magic, even when you're away from it, um, because it has that detail. Like our Batu shirt says, ignite the spark, light the fire. That is language used by the cast members in Batu, And so also, a lot of the times we do things for cast members. I knew as a cast member, I would all, I would want clothes sometimes that like stuff that I only knew, you know, so we, um, we do that a lot and we'll, we'll reach out to a cast member like that's how we learned about Ignite the Spark, Light the Fire. We were like, we're doing a Batu shirt and we really want to hear what you, what you want, you know, you work there, you open that land, like what is it that you would like to see out of it? So um, we really carry um, attention to detail and honestly, customer experience. It's incredibly important to me from the moment that you get on the website. It's like, are you ready to get in your fantasy feelings? You got to like make that decision and answer that question, getting into the website. And um, so from there, you know, when you get your package, when it's delivered, the unwrapping is really you know, we really want you to feel something the whole time. So, um, yeah, it will, we, we will never stop doing that for sure. Nice. Well, I noticed you, so you're doing a decade series now. Yes. And so yeah. that's going to, so that's every week you're going to do a new, or a new decade. Yes. So okay. I, my sister had this idea as well and she knocked it out of the park. I actually think she was inspired by WandaVision if I'm being completely honest. I think it came from that. And then also the Imagineering story a little bit. It's like, okay, I think we can do something with like the history of everything. I think she saw the WandaVision and saw how cool the theming was that they would do. And then um, she was like, what if we did it for Disney? And then what if we did it like historically? So yeah, we're, we're on the fifties right now. We're designing for the eighties. Um, so we're, we're like, you, you know, how that is, you know, you're, you're ahead and 
we've we've per we did the 50s a while ago so we did date night which was this incredible thing to look up um it's just so cool that that's like literally what they would do and it would only be open to adults it's just the cutest idea it's so cool um uh we we did captain american peggy uh, uh the jungle cruise which was so fun to list all the jokes that like all of us love to hear over and over <laughs> and the opening day stuff so um yeah we're on the decades and i'm excited to see how people feel about it to like really be taken back to the time that these were open you know right and then you so you do a drop calendar so that's on your website so people know when it's going to come down yeah so we didn't we didn't do it yet but we are going to post one this weekend because we wanted the decades to be exciting we wanted to see like walt in the tv and that graphic and be like we're going to take you guys through disney star wars and marvel as they happen you know we're doing we're doing freaking Marvel comics. We're doing it really by the book, you know? So um, yeah, we do drop calendars and I just think it helps people prepare for stuff. You know, as sneakerheads, you guys know, uh, sometimes I'll get a calendar and I'm like, this is really helpful because I know I don't want these, I'm just gonna bright purple shoes, but I know I want these light chocolates and those are happening in the third week. And in a time like this is so crazy money is not, you know, people just don't always have it to spend. So we want to kind of enable people to um, plan and prepare for it, especially because I think if you know anything about us, we do, we were inspired by drops from sneakers, like truly from the sneaker game and streetwear. And so we do sudden drops. And I found, I was like, this is sometimes hard on people, especially during quarantine. And I was like, you know, we need to start letting, I think all of us decide, we need to start letting people plan a little bit ahead. You know, I'm not really, somebody even said like, oh, I think this, 50s will be cool, but I really can't wait for the 70s because that's more my style. So I think giving people that chance to um, get prepared and also get excited for what's to come is really, really fun. Right. No, that's cool. So now as a sneakerhead, have you ever does it made any designs specifically for a shoe? Like, oh, hey, I got this cool pair of shoes. I, I need I need something to go with it. I'm going to I'm going to pair it. Yes but I can't tell you what it is yet. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like the one that I'm thinking of is like, I cannot wait to wear with my pine greens. That's all I'm going to say. I'm very excited. And it's actually dropping. It's, it's a sixties. It's sixties, a hundred percent. So it's going to be, it's going to be next week. And I am so excited. Is you know, I'm like green, going through a green. Is it the pine green 1.0 or 2.0? Do you want me to grab it? Sure. <laughs> oh, I like that. Oh, so that's the that's so you got the the low with the with the white uh, side yes. panels and the green trim. So now I've yes, got the got I've got the two high tops, which are black and green. Is it going to go with those? Oh, so oh yeah, that would be sick with those. John, we might have to hook you up for sure it's, it's, it's really yeah i got the 2.0s too do i need to put do i need to put the red laces in them no 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 we, no it, if, if man if you did a black and green that's crazy it will i promise it will go crazy we all pulling out our pine green so, so to go with these. <laughs> everybody watching See, it's, al it's almost a squad shoe 
<laughs> yes, I know I didn't get the Michigan vibe, but <laughs> look at go. us. <laughs> look at us. It will be sick with that. Um, luckily, my designer is also um a sneakerhead like me, and we just send stuff back and forth. And so I think she has that mentality too, where she's like, oh, this will look great with this shoe. This will look great with this shoe. So it's really fun. We really play off of each other. So I will just tell you, it's a haunted mansion design and it's oh, really sick. It's my wife, it's my wife's favorite too. So that's all. It's um, it's really simple, but a statement. It's Excellent. it's really dope. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so so do you have a favorite color palette you like to work with? I mean, I, I know like, you know, like when you look at Kanye's stuff, he's got a lot of the neutrals or earth, earth tones. Do you, do you like to bounce around or do you have things that you? No, I think, you know, that's wearing color is hard for me unless it's like something like this. When it comes to a t-shirt, I really do stick with like neutrals and white and blacks, blacks and white. And then we really started to work with um, beiges and tans, um, like what um, your girlfriend had. And so, um, or has, sorry. And um, I, I love those neutrals because I think they're wearable. You know, you do see a lot of Disney stuff that's like color in your face. And I love color. And I actually like more colorful shoes than I do t-shirts. That's what's funny. I'm kind of like, I, I don't know, it's kind of weird. But I, I, I like it. I like a statement shoe, which is why I'll have more sometimes of a chill colorway up top. I feel like that's the way I balance things out. So um, with fantasy feelings, you'll see a lot of blacks and white, white and black, beiges, just wearable out and about because that's really why we started. So um, we, we, this green is the most bold we've been in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah well i'm excited to see that well i think we need to wrap it up I, I really appreciate your time thank you for joining us this week uh, i want to thank everybody for listening uh, don't forget to like subscribe leave a review um we are now on apple We're really excited we finally got that figured out um we are kicks at the castle you can follow us on instagram don't forget to use that hashtag at kicks at the castle my name is john you can find me on instagram at weekends with walt um irv who is on Instagram as Main Street Dad. Matt, how can the people hit you up? You can find me at the Disney Hype Beast, or if you need some shoes, hit me up at TDHB Shop. And oh. Taylor, how can the people find you? So you can find me at, at Fantasy Feelings. There's a ton of underscores in between fantasy and feelings, but you'll see it. And then I'm also Morgan Tailored um, on Instagram as well. That's my personal. You'll see the you'll see the other outfits on that one. So yeah. All right. Well, thank you again for your time. I really appreciate having you. This was fun. So, I'm so thankful you guys had me. This has been so fun. It's, it's great to get to know you guys and all that good stuff. All right. All right. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Ooh,